Welcome to the Life Fellowship Ministries International Broadcast. Our mission is to develop, maintain, and model personal intimacy with Jesus Christ. And now, join us for the Life Fellowship Experience. We're starting a new series today, and it's called Community. And uh, because I, we're starting life groups, you know that those will be starting up soon. And so we're going to talk about that the next couple of weeks. But I wanted to look at a couple of definitions of community. And one that I found was a unified body of individuals. Um, and then I came up, or there was another uh, definition that I liked about community. People with a common purpose and common values living in unity. That's something that I kind of put together, thinking about community, thinking about life groups. What are life groups about? And I know most of you have probably attended or been involved in life groups, and I want to encourage you to do that. But they are extremely valuable. You know that our mission is that we develop, maintain, and model personal intimacy with Jesus Christ. And our goal is that we come into uh, this place that we grow and mature as believers, that we impact the world with the love of Jesus Christ, because that's a natural outflow of what happens when our lives are transformed and changed, then, you know, we have a, a, an impact of, of the spirit, sphere of influence of people around us. So community is really vital, and we're called to live in community, and if you think about it, uh, God came down when he created Adam and Eve to have relationship with them, to be with them, to walk with them daily in the cool of the day. And we are to have relationships with one another as well, godly, healthy relationships. So uh, life groups are a really important aspect of one of the things that we do because we come on Sunday morning and we fellowship and, and we worship together and we hear the word and, and we yield to the Lord and allow him to do what he's doing in our hearts and lives but life groups are another element of that that God uses to touch and change our lives and help us. Because you know how, what it's like on Sunday morning. Sometimes you walk in and you're like, hey, how you doing? You get a hug. But you don't really get a chance to interact maybe as much as, as what you would in life groups. And so I really want to uh, encourage you to, to attend these sessions. And what I thought we'd do today is... Many times when we hear testimonies of what somebody has done and what God has done in somebody's life, it is encouraging to us. And so what I thought I would do this morning is have the life group leaders come up for the groups that are going to be starting out, if you want to come on this way, uh, and just share a little bit about what they've experienced as life group leaders and facilitators and then what they've maybe seen in other people's lives. And you have your own story too, but I thought it would be good to hear from the life group leaders and facilitators on what they've been able to see. And so Al, you want to talk a little bit about uh, what? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. Um, the first thing is I've learned so much by doing it. If anybody benefits from being a leader of a small group, it's the leader because You've got to prepare for each class, and you've got to be ready for any questions you get. But every single one of the attendees in our small group was inspiring to me. just want to say, you know, it's Bobby Joe and Carol. What inspired me about them is they're, they're, they're so in touch with the Holy Spirit. And then uh, Henry is in our class. He's always encouraging. He's got so much experience. And 
always has a good word to say and you know appreciate you being in the class Henry uh, then we have Sherry and Mike and Sherry always has probing questions that I have to go back and research and then come back the next time but but they're questions we all have and or have had in the past and so I really appreciated that and Eileen one day she said a prayer it was such a powerful prayer Pastor Mark you have the gift of prayer, Eileen. It's just amazing. And then there's uh, Steve in the, in the back there. And uh, he attends every single time without, you know, faithfully. And uh, he's just inspiring in that he's, he's a constant, he's like a, a, a keel on a boat. You know, he's always there. And he's always, whenever we go off keel, he brings us back to center. So let's get back to what this what we're here for, and it's really good. Um, and then we have, of course, Dale. I can't, I can't not mention my wife, Dale, because uh, yeah. she allows me to prepare, and I don't have to worry about anything else. She gets the room ready. She gets the refreshments ready. She makes sure, you know, the, the room is, I don't have to worry about that part of it. So I just can prepare and then uh, do my thing, do God's thing. And then, um, then there's, there's Gerald. What inspired me about Gerald is he can't make it all the time, but he wants to be there all the time. You know, it's desire, his desire to want to keep learning. And then Mark's not here. I think Mark inspired me because, you know, he, he lost his job. But every time he came to our class, he had this positive, isn't that right, Bobby Joe? He had this positive attitude and his booming voice, uh, Mark, um, was, was great. So I got a lot, a lot out of not only learning God's word, but learning about each one of um, the participants in small groups. And this next time we're doing the book of James. I know if you preached on that a few times. Uh, that's, that's one of my favorite books. James is like, ah, oh, man, uh, James 1.22. Don't just listen to God's word, period. You must do what it says, period. Otherwise, you're fooling yourselves, period. Count it all joy, not if, but when you have trials and tribulations. James is such a great practical book. I, I want to preach, but I'm going to stop. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like the Proverbs of the New Testament, right? Yeah. And I, I called it, I told Pastor Christine this, I call it the, where the Christian rubber meets the road. <laughs> and another way of saying it is, it's the book of live it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what, that's yeah. what I'm. I'm going to be talking, or we're going to be talking about whoever's in our group. Now, uh, one of the, the values of life groups is uh, you, you and Dell are, are providing the host home and leading, which is kind of an, an anomaly. Normally, we have a host home and then we have a leader because we don't want to put too much burden on, on one family. But uh, part of the goal of the life groups is training up others as well. And so you get to see what a host home is like. And you may say, well, I'm really not ready to teach yet, but I can serve because we're all serving one another. And then as, as you're leading a group, like you're talking about, you study, you spend time in the Word, and always God reveals and gives us more as we press into Him and study and prepare. And so I want to thank you right. for that. You've, you've always done such a, a great, diligent job in that. Well, well I've got to say, Pastor Mark, uh, when you first approached me about leading a small groups, it never entered my mind. Never entered my mind to do that. And then when you asked me about it, I didn't think I could do it. But I know there is a reason why you asked me. Yeah. You're led by the Holy Spirit, number one. 
And two, you wanted me to grow. Yeah. And so I, I, I did it, and I ended up enjoying it. So that's why I'm still doing it. And you did a great job. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, yeah, Henry. Absolutely. Um, what about, uh, do you have any comments about how you've seen people in the group grow or, or uh, you have any thoughts or comments about that? Yeah, I think, I think I've seen everybody grow to some extent. I mean, some, some are way more mature Christians than I am in our group. Um, so I've grown. I know that. But, um, yeah, I've seen people, the more you delve into the Word and the more you learn about We did Mark last time. We didn't get through Mark because we just... We just dwelled on every single verse in Mark. So we got halfway through it. But we got a lot out of it, right? Um, and, and I think it increased, our, you know, like, like the stories about uh, when Jesus um, calmed the storm and, and uh, when Jesus uh, healed the, the crazy man in the cemetery, things like that. I mean, it just brought home to us um, how Jesus affects our own lives. Yeah. And so I think every one of us grew a little bit. And, but the, what the great thing is we all kind of grew together and we grew as a group together, you know, and that was, that was neat. Yeah. Well, do you have any other comments or anything else you'd like to share? Oh, that's your famous about? question. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tapped out, yeah. Pastor Mark. I'm tapped out. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, uh, when and where? When you start. Oh, yeah. We start. <clears throat> what day do we start, Dale? She's my, keeps my schedule. Uh, second week in September. First week in September. And we meet at um, start on the 7th, of 7th of September, and it's over at Captain's Quarters in Kima. It's, uh, it's a house that's right on the bay. And, uh, it's beautiful. I mean, during the summer, you can see the water out there. When it gets to be wintertime, it's dark, so you can't see the water too well. <laughs> but it's a nice location, yeah. uh, plenty of room. 7, 7 o'clock, yeah, 7 o'clock p.m. Wednesdays. Thank you. Wednesdays, <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's my cue card over there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you guys will have a sign-up sheet. And uh, so if, if you want to sign up for the book of James, get with Al. All right, Al, thank right. you so much. You. All right, great job. Thank you. All right. Next is Barb. Barb, Barb Ockley. Uh, you know, Al mentioned how that he he didn't know that he was really prepared or ready to lead a, a life group, and I remember when Barb began, when we talked to her about teaching in children's ministry, she, she said she didn't know, she didn't know about that, and uh, I don't think wild horses could drag her away now, so uh, you want to share a little bit about your life group, and uh, you're, you're on, and just hold it up here. Uh, yes, okay, there you go. so my life group is called Money God's Way. So what we're going to do is we have some uh, short videos of Dave Ramsey's, and then we discuss things like how to have a budget, how to pay off debt, how to save money, you know, what to do with your money, how to invest it, all of that stuff. And then we talk about giving. So uh, that's what the group is going to be about. It's going to start on uh, Wednesday, August 25th, 4th, sorry, August 24th. And it's going to go for five weeks, six weeks. It's going to go for six weeks. And it's going to be at uh, Sheila Boko's house, and that's at 125 Lake Point Drive in Lake City. It's over in the South Shore area. So um, 
the thing that I would ask, because this uh, each class feeds upon the next, is to make sure that before you sign up that you can attend for the six weeks. And uh, so that's all I can think about about the group. Okay. And also, uh, if you when you sign up for a group, if you would really commit to that group, because we have limited space, and so if you sign up and then you don't go, you're uh, pro prohibiting somebody else from being able to fill that slot. So when you sign up, please, please make that commitment. Uh, about this class, about all the classes, I mean, they're all great, but I really would like for every person that's a part of Life Fellowship to go through this class because we live in a day and time where we really need to manage our resources. And even if you're good with money, you can learn some things. And you may want to... Well, we probably want everybody to go through this class if we can, and then once everybody's through it, maybe you want to go back through it because maybe you're in a different financial uh, place than you were. But uh, managing and stewarding our money is so vitally important because, listen, uh, the, the Word says that the, the borrower is servant to the lender. The borrower is servant to the lender. And I know uh, Pastor Christine and I and several of us are debt-free, and that is liberating uh, think about this. Do you have a master card? Who's your master? And when you're in debt, you're a servant, you're a slave to somebody that's a master over you. Now, I know sometimes you have like uh, mortgages and things like that, maybe. But when you have twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars worth of credit card debt, you probably have a problem that needs to be addressed. And so, you know, this class gives you real practical applications of how you can get back on track and how you can stay the course that God has called us to. And, and being a good steward is, is a very vital part of not just receiving God's blessings, but are we stewarding well what God has given to us? And one thing that I thought about while he was speaking is we are not going to ask you about your financial situation or information or any of that. You don't have to talk about your personal stuff. If you want to talk about that after you're attending the class, I can speak to you personally. But be reassured that we're not going to go into your financial problems. We're just going to discuss things that uh, both relate to everyone. And Barb is really good with money, and so if you need some counseling or some help, I think in the class you guys actually put together a budget, right? So you can yes. help people with budgeting. And if you don't know what budgeting is, that's where you assign a certain amount of money. You look at how much you have coming in, and if you have more uh, going out than you have coming in, you have a problem. <laughs> and so budgeting can really help you with that. And uh, in today's economy, I mean, you go to the store, you know this, and, and you buy just a couple of little items, and it's 50 bucks or 100 bucks. And so managing and stewarding well our resources, are, are, they have an impact not just financially, but on the stress and the pressure in our marriages and things like that. Money is one of the number one reasons people get divorced, because of money issues. So there's a spiritual application to the physical aspect yes. of, of what we do. Yes. Um, can you, you want, you want to share a little bit about what God has shown you or, or how this has impacted you and then maybe what you've seen in other people's lives? Uh, one of the things that life groups in the past has really helped me is I have made lifelong friends. Mm. I have friends that have 
you know, I left that church, they left their church, and we're still friends. It's not about church. It's about we're friends. And I have made friends in life groups like that. And I don't know about y'all, but for me, it's, it's kind of hard to do surface relationships. And so getting to know people at a deeper level is really important for me. And it gives me somebody who I can call and say, I need help. I need prayer. I need whatever. And it also gives me people that I can call and check on. How are you? How are things going? And uh, some of the people who have been in my uh, past classes, I've done two so far, uh, I keep up with them. I say, hey, how's your finance just going right now? <laughs> you know, so uh, that'll be kind of an ongoing thing to keep you on track because I know sometimes we get, we finish it, we move on, we kind of get off track. So uh, that's what life groups are to me. It's just really the relationships with people. Amen. Amen. Well, that's great. Is there anything else that you would like to share? Uh, I think that's all I had on my list. Okay. Oh, Justin, as each, each group that I teach, my relationship with God gets better. Like Al was saying, there's a lot of people that are, are Christians longer, better than me, and that all, they all help me to grow. And also, I have seen the people in my groups or in groups that I've been in grow because it's a reminder. It's not really about you have to do this, you have to go to church, you have to do that. It's a reminder of God for me. And it helps me, the more days I spend with good Christians, the more my relationship with God improves. Amen. All right. Well, thank you, Barb. Thank you so much. And she'll have, have and she has the sign-up sheet. So uh, if you want to take this class, and again, I encourage everyone to take this class. Uh, the tutors, Cliff and Karen Tudor, uh, they got they they're twinsies today, and uh, I love the look. Live it. All right. I don't know who you guys want to stand over here, and uh, we have Mr. Cliff here. An elder at Life Fellowship, uh, a great servant. I mean, when you look up servanthood in the dictionary, it's a picture of them. And, uh, you know, the other element of, of life groups is that when we get to serve, even if you're not a host home or a life group leader, you're still able to serve. And uh, that's, that's a very valuable part of life groups as well. So, Cliff, uh, what, what do you have to share with us this morning? Well, what I'd like to... <clears throat> expound on is my growth in the small groups. I know when we first came to the church, we started with a small group and it just, it just opened up, brought some stuff from deep that I'd shoved down and it allowed me to start receiving more, which each and every time we got together and each and every time we uh, came to church and to watch people grow from the small group because it, it is small. It's so much easier to be um, just open it's, it's a safe environment. That's what's most important. And I just love the relationships that we've gotten every time we've held a small group that it's, we've gotten uh, closer to each other, closer to God. Uh, and, yeah, and, and in addition to that, uh, there's, there's some expectations when you join a group that what's said here 
stays here. You know, uh, uh, there, there's always the, uh, the element that if they need to bring something to the pastor or, or to, the, to the law, you know, if you kill somebody, well, that, that may. But, but, but what we want to do is we want to create an environment of safety where people can honestly and transparently and authentically share uh, with one another, because this is, you know, we have relationships, and we want to, we want to know that uh, our, if I share something, it's not going to be out on the street. So that's a very strong commitment that the life group teams make. And this first, one of the first small groups that we led from the 2020 address was Conquer Series, and mm-hmm. it was probably the second or third um, week of classes before. I mean it. People started really feeling safe and opening yeah. up. And once one person opened up and shared their testimony, it was amazing because it yeah. just flowed. And the, when we finished that, it was just such a love for each other as brothers. And um, it was so rewarding. Yeah, and, and there was one young man. This, this group was a men's group, uh, predominantly a men's group. And it was talking about addictive behaviors that touched on sexual immorality uh, if you don't know, uh, sexual perversion and, and immorality is rampant in our society, and uh, pornography is, is a, a tool of the enemy, and so it was dealing with some of these things, and uh, there was a young man that began to open up and share, and it really just like ripped the curtain open, and everybody else then felt comfortable in being transparent and honest, and, and so in life groups, I think that's one of the values that like everybody's talked about, we build these relationships because we get to know one another more than just on Sunday morning. That's right. Great, great. Okay. Well, Cliff's so. led, I think, five life groups, and I've led four. We've, well, we've led four as a team. And we have on our matching outfits to yes. reflect that we have learned a lot about working together as a team. <laughs> <laughs> I had led lots of different groups with team teaching before, and so I thought it was just going to flow into the same way of doing team teaching. But it's really different when it's with your husband. Really? Oh, is it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, oh, I'm not worthy. Uh, yeah, so we, we learned a lot, and our groups had a lot of fun with us as we were learning how to work. To, it was like, you know, marriage 101 for all of us in the group. So, so we have had, been in life groups with many of you in here, and I think one of the main things that I've learned is what an awesome group of people we have here yes, at this church. Yes, that, that's true. I mean, we, the amount of respect and love and caring, the amount of experiences that people have had, the what, the, what, what all your life has brought you through yeah. to be the kind of people that you are here in the room and it's a it's an honor to be in on in a group with any of you it's just been an honor to be in a group um and we've learned because our lessons have been video uh lessons unlike al we don't have to prepare the same way we do listen to the videotape uh and prepare all how we're going to conduct the class but we don't have to prepare the teaching which is a really essential part of it uh, Robert Morris has been the teacher or anyone from Gateway Church who's provided the videotapes uh, in the life groups have been what we have offered. And our class is going to be a class that uses this book, and it's about the Ten Principles for Living, which is, in essence, the Ten Commandments. 
and in a way that he saw how to look at them, that they are really principles for living that God is sharing with us. And uh, the class will be on Wednesdays, beginning also the same day as Al's class, August the 24th. And it will be at the home of uh, Melinda Perry, which is really right around the corner on Dolores Street. We do have the address. It's right across the fence. Yeah, right across the back fence on Dolores Street. And uh, let's see, oh, at 7 o'clock. The time will be at 7 o'clock. Um, I guess that's the facts. Okay. Well, um, have you, you want to, well, and let me say this. I've, I've been through this class. This is excellent. All of them are excellent. Uh, but this one was, was really good, too. Um, do you have any comments or thoughts about what you've seen in other people and maybe how they've grown or changes in their lives as, as well? As yes, yours? yes, yes, I do have I'm not going to name names because we have we would have to be here all day. All the people that right. have been in our sure, <laughs> groups, sure. but I'll, as we were reflecting about this, one of the things is people who were not really lovers of the Bible became lovers of the Bible. Mm. We have a lot more people who read and st and find the value in actually getting into the Bible as a result of just the interactions in the group and being exposed. Our groups, because of the nature of them, they're more like life application groups. We're not going through the Bible, uh, books of the Bible, but we're taking the, the word and applying it to our lives in specific areas. So that's why we think of ours as the live it group. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, people increase their confidence in hearing from God, that they know that they're hearing from the Lord, and they... They develop ways of, of being assured that, yes, this is God that I'm hearing from. Uh, as far as couples being in our groups, the couple that prays together stays together. <laughs> you know, the little phrase that you may have heard. There's been a lot of wonderful things happening with couples coming to the group, seeing uh, our dynamics, and then going, at least we're not like them. Um, you know, uh, and, but praying together with us and learning with us and laughing with us and just that, that just fun feeling when you get back in the car and you go back home, you know, that you really had a good evening. Uh, we did a class on identifying your, your purpose. And there were some folks in that class who really honed in on what their purpose, why God has them here, who they are in Christ. And they left that group and went out and actually took action to begin to use their gifts in the world like immediately mm. and have just blossomed and just been amazing. I just love it. Um, and like everyone has said, uh, the friendships, someone to call if, you, if you're having a moment <laughs> or you need someone to pray with you, have just deepened as a result of the way that our groups have had. And I have to say that we've had groups as large as 15 and as small as seven. And we have had uh, the opportunity to be the host as well as the teacher and the opportunity, well, actually, until we're working now, all of ours, we've been the host because we've been the host in this space or the host in our, in our teeny little home, which is the one we had that was seven. Um, and actually, I'm excited to see that our groups are going to be limited to eight people and the opportunity to really develop the closeness will, and, the, and the safety Mm -hmm. uh, I think will even be increased even more. Okay. So. 
Well, fantastic. Well, thank you guys. I know it's going to be a great group, as all of them will be. And uh, they have the sign-up sheet if you'd like to join their group. So thank you very much. Here she comes. And my lovely bride, Pastor Christine, uh, she's going to be teaching a class as well. They didn't just miss y'all. I know. It's on, I think. It's on. It is on. Thank yeah. you. All right. Um, I am the fourth teacher in this group, and I just want to clarify a little bit for you guys because you've heard some things. I'm going to be teaching on Friday night, and if my host would please stand, the two of you. We will be at the Flores' home. Yeah, yeah. Um, We'll be on Fridays again. It'll be from 7 until 8.30. And we're going to be going through the Book of Romans. So, yes, um, that's just the things concerning the class. I want to go back and tell you that three of the classes are on Wednesday night. But they are starting on different Wednesdays. So I just want to bring clarity to that. Because of schedules, uh, some of the teachers are not able to start immediately because of, of things that we already have planned. And just, um, but it's all going to be within a session. You're going to start hearing these things: first session, spring session, summer session, fall session. We have just entered into the fall session, and then we have a long winter break. So. Uh, Al is going to be starting on the 7th of September. Um, the tutors are going to be starting on the 24th of August. Those are both Wednesdays. They're both at 7 p.m. They are in different places. But you want to consider that when you're signing up in case I can't start on that day. Well, you have another one that you can go to instead. And Barb will be starting on the 24th as well. So... At 6.30. Oh, yes. We have a different time, too, if 7 is too late for you. So there's a variance for you guys to consider with all of that. I'm Friday at 7. And um, this is the fall session. This is a 13-week session from start to end. And it, all of those things can factor in into your consideration of which class the Lord leads you into. Uh, my class, we did all that. What else would you like, Pastor? Um, how have you changed or how have you grown in teaching? I love the Word of God. Hmm. I love the Word of God. And, and I want to share that love with everyone who comes in to hear it. Um, and I have taught in many different ways. I've been a sloth. For those of you who went through the book of Luke with me, it took us almost a year and a half to get through it. I've also been a cheetah and was able to get uh, the book of Genesis done in less than 20 weeks. And it's somewhere in between there that we want to be, where we can eat individually absorb. I have taught a class, even larger than where we are right now, and I have taught a class when it's just been four of us. It, it um, having the heart of a teacher, my desire is that you can, through the word, know what an amazing God we serve and fall deeply into love with him because that's really all I ever want to express through the word. And his word is exciting. 
Yes. Like, it's better than anything you can watch on television, I assure you. They did what? They said, what happened? We did, that's in the Bible? We just read it, yes. You know, I love that kind of reaction. So, um, and to see people, I, being a teacher, not only here and in this manner, but I also taught in, in uh, school system for a while. Um, I just love it when the, when the light comes on. You know, as a teacher, you see that. And, and all of a sudden you go, oh, they got it. Yes, thank you, Holy Spirit. Because you know that it's why we're here. And this is a way not only to love the Word of God, but in loving the Word of God, it helps us to love one another. It's just an automatic overflow. And the Lord said, the world's going to know us by our love for one another. And we learn to see each other as a brother, as a sister, in the image of our Lord God. And just serve him and love him and worship him together. So I have seen many of you grow in um, amazing ways. I love the questions. Now I don't always have the answers. But I love stuff that makes me go, hmm, let me check on that. I'll get back with you. <laughs>